Podcast. Always feels weird when we record in the daylight. Usually we're a lot more hyper in the day. I don't know if Do that was true. Oh yeah, me and you are way worse in the day. It's because oh, you actually I'm... have energy. You know? I have not got any today, man. It might change, you know, you might go off on a rant and like, you know, revitalize yourself. But to be honest, there's not going to be any rants today, looking at these. I don't think there's any rants, the topics are pretty chill. It's going to be a pretty chill one, just me and you today. Uh, it's my one, last one for a bit until Kenobi, I think, just uh, got some It's Kenobi or Doctor Strange, wasn't it? So either I'll one. come back for Doctor Strange. And then like fully might. for Kenobi, like. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. see how it plays out. Um, nothing to worry about. We're still friends. <laughs> I just, uh, I just got a lot of stuff going on at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so um, like when when you were in here for uh, like six weeks last year, before we like took the break. Yeah, I still phoned you like every week. We speak know? a lot. We speak a lot. Believe yeah. it or not, we're we're actually friends first and uh, podcast host second. Imagine that. Yeah. It's like a lot um, of podcasts get put together just based off of personalities, don't they? You know, like there's like Star Wars podcasts that like, you know, they just put together because they work for a company or they work for something and, uh, you know, but like we were all friends before this, like. We were, yeah. we were. There's no Nick today. There's no Nick. I don't know. What, Nick's probably in work right now, actually, isn't he? Probably. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, but yeah, it's been pretty chill this week hasn't it you know nothing major's happened <laughs> um, <laughs> no big pop culture moments this week. keep my wife's name out of it mate all right uh, sorry b <laughs> keep like, my wife's name out of your mouth mate <laughs> did you uh have you seen all this ezra miller stuff like it's not on the topics but like what, i was reading it earlier has he hit someone else no, so he got arrested the other day in Hawaii for um, attacking like people, like singing karaoke. Um, a woman was singing "Shallow" by Lady Gaga, and he like he ran up on stage and like forced the mic out of her hand and stuff. And then a guy playing darts, he tried to attack him for like, I think he was like, def- like you know, trying to tell him to calm down or whatever. So he got arrested. And Is then, all right? well, the next day, somebody posted his like bail. Um, and it turns out the people who posted this bail, he's been living with. Like, it's just this random couple in Hawaii he's living with. Even though he's Ezra Miller, like, he's got millions. Um, yeah. This random couple bailed him out, and then later on that evening, he had a go at them, stole their wallets, like, ID, ID passports, like, everything, and uh, told them that he was going to bury them. <laughs> you know? He is... Sounds like he's having a bit of a... Yeah, yeah, like bit of a break. Um the thing is this like isn't an isolated incident. Like this happened a few years back, right? When he Yeah, like, I remember that, yeah. It's 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 not it's not great, man, considering he's got two franchises on his shoulders in the Flash and Fantastic Beasts. So you know, what do you do with them at this point? I don't know, man. I'm glad that that's someone else's decision. I don't know what to. Do. I don't know if it's just because we're um, ev- ev- so much more is shared these days than it ever mm-hmm. was. But I think uh, we seem to put these people on pedestals that we shouldn't really put them on, and we expect way more from them 
rightly so, I think, because they're almost treated as they're almost treated as like demigods. But we put um we expect far more from them. Um and they are just humans and they don't live up to it. So I don't know. Maybe we need to have a slight adjustment in what we think of people. I mean Yeah, but I think with Ezra Miller it's a bit different, right? Well you don't know what's I'm not I'm not defending him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying, like you don't know what's uh, you don't know what's going on in that guy's. No, head. I think I think um, there's either some mental issues going on or like addiction issues. Yeah, personal. and that does yeah. not excuse no. uh, assault. Let me just make that very clear. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, I just think the guy needs to go and get help, and then you know we'll see what he is after that. You know, like as a person, there probably um, needs to be some more due diligence put into whether maybe even like psych tests just to make sure that these people yeah. can um, also, just to know, make sure these people can like hold the pressure that a big franchise holds because yeah because yeah. there's also um, people you remember like when the Johnny Depp thing happened like obviously he was dropped and shortly after Ezra Miller did his thing right mm. when he did the first attack and people were like well he should suffer the same fate um and they didn't they didn't even acknowledge it like Warner Brothers or whatever um carried on but now like them ignoring the incident might have you know in part led to this because you know he didn't get any punishment for it you know like the flash wasn't even filming when he did that or whatever um no, i don't know I'd, i don't know it's uh it's just a bit it's just a bit uh crazy you know this this whole thing is a bit, is a I, bit don't know how, I don't know what's happening people just punching people and slapping people <laughs> yeah like uh, like we're, you know what? It's almost, we're almost late to it, and everything that has going to be said has been said. Mm-hmm. But Will Smith, like this, wasn't a fever dream. Dream. He got up on stage and slapped Chris Rock. Yeah, it was wild. What the watching hell? That unfold like <laughs> live. You know? Yeah, you watched um, it live, didn't you? Yeah, that was because it was the moments of. Oh, this is this is a skit. This is a bit, you know. Um, and it wasn't until he was screaming in the audience that you're like, "Oh no, this this is actually legit," <laughs> you know. Yeah, his lip um, was quivering. It was. I don't, I've understood both sides of this argument, I think, but I still fall on the side of he shouldn't have done it. Like, I even if Will was really annoyed and Jada is insecure about, you know, the alopecia, uh, there's. He could have shouted at Chris Rock if he wanted. He could have, you know, warned him. Um, or taken there's, it backstage, you know, but... I think there's more to this story that we're going to see. Um, I think, well, this is this more came out yesterday, right? That uh, Apparently the Oscars tried to force him to leave Will Smith and he just outright refused. You know, and uh, so once he won his award, like, he was free to carry on and go to the club and dance to get jiggy with it you know i'm not saying he should be arrested or anything because if chris rock doesn't feel like you know he wants to press charges that's like chris rock's right to do so you know it's his judgment at the end of the day um but i honestly think that it's the 10 years of will smith being a joke to a lot of people like i'm not saying he is a joke but i'm just like he's been memed on for a long time at this point um, Fortnite, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like it's like with especially especially with things connected to his wife, you know, like 
for years people have taken the mick because she's been in love with Tupac since she was like young um like romantically or whatever and you know he's brought that up in, in interviews and said that that's difficult and then obviously the entanglement situation um you know and he went he went on that uh that show of hers and like he looked like he was gonna cry didn't he he like looked like a yeah, broken he did. human being he did, he did. um it's all that sort of stuff i think maybe that was in his mind like this is his shot to show he's not to be messed with you know like i just didn't really get it i mean the first i just went out like like i say there's not a lot we can say uh that hasn't already been said and everything's just speculation um but Chris Rock's joke just wasn't that funny. Um, it wasn't funny, no. <laughs> he like, could, uh, it was like, a, <laughs> it was a reference to a, what, nearly 30-year-old film at this point. Mm. <laughs> and you're just like, really, Chris? Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. Uh, it's like, maybe the fact that she put a video out a week ago saying, you know. She, she's fine with it. Like, she's fine. Her, you can say what you yeah. want. She's proud of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I don't know. Like, she shared a video of, like, showing, you know, the little parts on her head where the hair doesn't grow. And it's not much. It's not, like, super noticeable. But if she's putting on the persona that she loves this... Because I think she says, well, like, Will loves her shaved head before. Um, well, he was know. laughing. I don't know, man. It's yeah. um, it's weird. I, I honestly think she did the eye roll. Will looked at it. I was like, okay, this is, like, this is my shot now to, like, prove to my wife and then prove to, like... You know the people who's been memeing on me for ten years that I'm not to be messed with, like that. You I know. do you know what I just what I don't get, and I don't. I I'm not a fan of the academy at all. Actually, um, I think they're a, a terrible organization. Actually, um, you asked him to leave, and he didn't leave, but you still gave him the Oscar. Sorry, mate. Yeah. Like, no way. Should give it to Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but no, like, you know, it's. You at least say we're not giving out the like. Even if you're not comfortable giving it to anyone else, you say in light of what's happened, we're reevaluating. <laughs> well, you could have just said like, uh, "We're not going to present the award live on stage, but Will Smith is one best actor," and then move on. You know, um, I don't. I don't. To be honest, I don't. I'm in the camp that if you've done that, you don't deserve. You don't deserve the best actor award. Well, now they're on about like suspending him from like future events and nominations, stuff, aren't they? Like, I think they've only reacted this way because of the, the split in the public reaction. Because me and you might think it's wrong, but a lot of people do think it's, like, right what he did, you know? Well, to those people, I don't know what to say. I'm not saying he shouldn't feel offended. This is, no. the, this is the nuance. He's got every right to feel offended. And feel like he needs Jaden. to do something. Of yeah, course they do. I mean, the joke yeah. was poor. I wouldn't make that joke. You know, is people Chris going? Oh, it's only people going. Thing, okay. All right. Well, maybe this is something that we all need to. You know, Ricky Gervais always says you got to make sure a joke's bulletproof before you. A joke's got to be bulletproof before you Isn't make it. Ricky Gervais the next day tweet like shared a, a video from the office. Saying uh, what is like his David Brent character saying? Oh, his wife's got alopecia. You know, life must be horrible. The David, for him. the David Brent, the David Brent account did. I'm not sure if Ricky Gervais did. He might, right? Have, but, um, but either way, like that's not 
a joke at someone in particular. He d he doesn't get on stage and um, it, he'll, he doesn't get on stage. It doesn't tend to. There's like Comedians in general are like worried about this situation because like... I get it. It yeah. sets a dangerous precedent and if people think they can just like Will Smith, he's a... People look up to him. He's a role model. If um he, mm -hmm. you know, he got up there, slapped him, shouted at him, swore at him, and nothing happened. He won the award. And love will make you do crazy things. And it's like, okay, all right. Um, I don't know. It's uh, I personally, I'm of the opinion that, it, and except in very few circumstances, you you shouldn't really be resorting to violence if you're offended. But Especially when, you know, you're Will Smith, you're like you're a 50-year-old man. Like, you've had years of experience in this industry. You know, people ridicule him, you know, taking a mick, giving him, like, abuse, which is, I'm not saying is right, um, you know, at all. But, you know, he knows how this system works. Will Smith Dude, is probably... If, if we were out, me and you, we were in a pub, and some guy, like, made fun of you... And then your first thing to do was to punch them mm -hmm. without even like saying anything. Because if he'd said to Chris Rock and Chris Rock had doubled down, I'd, I'd almost understand. But he, if your yeah. first instinct yeah. if he, was if he had done... to not say anything and just go and straight up punch the guy that's making fun of you, I'd say, what the flip are you doing? Are you crazy? Yeah, yeah. You're totally in the wrong there. So I'm not holding anyone to double standards. Um, no, no. I don't know. I just don't think. I don't think you should. Like, you started shouting. I'm, I'm in my general. Wife's, my wife's yeah. name out of your mouth to begin with. Like, I think Chris Rock would have like totally been like, "All right, sorry," you know. Um, yeah, I don't think the slap was necessary. No, to be honest. No, to make Chris Rock understand. But that aside, what do I know? I just don't think people should be hitting people. No, the Oscars itself isn't good though. Like, like. Up until that point, I was just bored, you know, watching that thing. I'm not saying, like, violence is entertainment, you know, like, actual violence, not, like, fake violence in movies and video games or whatever. But it's just the Oscars has gone so bad, in my opinion. Um, it's just not something I care to watch. I like to see who wins, just because I watch so many films. I like to see yeah, who wins. Yeah, I care about it. But... Yeah, but what I do is I go to sleep, get a good yeah. night's rest, and then look at the winners on Google the next yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but going, it's oh, like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's like Amy Schumer has apparently stolen jokes from Twitter. Like some, like some of the jokes she was saying was like things what, at the Oscars again. Yeah, so she, she did that. To, you know, she did that to Bo Burnham. No, I didn't know she did that. So, yeah. is, oh, there's a pattern then, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, which makes me think of people just retroactively finding this, but um, she yeah. she has a rep for stealing jokes. Yeah, yeah, no, because there was she, she made a joke about Leonardo DiCaprio, and people found the tweet like word for word, like back in December, like yeah, when, so when it's um, when it keeps happening, you lose the benefit of the doubt. I yeah, I don't care for that woman. Yeah, um, I just I, like the people really unhappy what she did with like uh, Kirsten Dunst as well. At the show, I don't know if you I saw. Know. No, I didn't see it. So she like forced uh, her out of her seat when she was sat next to her uh, like fiance Jesse Plemons. Um, both of them were up for awards, and uh, like Plemons said, like, "Oh, can you sit back? Like, can you believe my wife was sitting there?" And she's like, she was saying, "Oh no, she's just a seat filler. Like, she's not important. Like, she's not. She's not important. She's a seat filler." And like Plemons didn't like react badly or anything, but like. 
there was photos that came out then of like like dunce just stood around on her own like looking really like awkward and sad and i was like eh, this isn't right you know um because she clearly looked uncomfortable with that moment it's just i don't know man i just think amy schumer's crap i think the oscars has become crap um you Mate, know, the Oscars has always been crap. Flipping Marlon Brando gave up his uh, acceptance speech to a, a, a Native American like activist, and they were actively booed. Uh, Michael Moore, that Michael Moore uh, got mm. up when he accepted his greatest documentary, uh, best documentary of the year thing, and said how he was against the Iraq War and got booed. The Oscars isn't a good place. It's I mean, Hollywood in general is not really a good place. It's like, that's, we've seen, that's why we spend a, an hour and a half every week talking about what it produces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like the turn on Zoe Kravitz as well has been so fast. Like, what happened now? <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you tell I've just been completely yeah, out yeah, of it? Yeah. So Zoe Kravitz shared uh, a picture of herself from that night on her uh, Instagram account, I believe. And uh, it was something along the lines of, this is a dress I wore at an event that condones violence, or something along those lines, right? Um, and then people started calling her a predator, um, saying that she was preying uh, pray on uh, Jaden Smith when he was 14, and like pulling up videos of her being flirty with him when he, whilst he was that age, and like interviews she had done, and saying, like, oh, we're hanging out, and you know, I can't believe he's only 14, like, she's on about she would do things. If he wasn't 14 and it's just gone like that turn was so like quick um because i'm assuming you've seen this since like the batman the entire internet's been lusting over this woman and like infatuated with her um and they were still doing it on that day and then like because people were like tweeting stuff like uh like meme on chris rock saying like uh how dare you slap me in front of Zoe Kravitz and Zendaya and stuff. Um, it's just, yeah, it was bonkers. Like, this week has been really, really strange for, like, celebrity news and developments, I suppose. It's just been wild, man. Like, Well, I'm glad I've been off Twitter. I can't get off <laughs> of any of this. I'm getting too old oh, for Oh, yeah, it. yeah, it's just been a bit mad. Um, I'm getting too old for it. I'm already exhausted. Um... <laughs> I'm already exhausted at talking about it. Can we move on? <laughs> just, just to add a defeat in your voice. <laughs> I just can't be asked with it, honestly. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not making any comments about what's happened. I don't, oh. I don't know. I literally have no opinion. I've getting, I turned 27 a couple of weeks ago, and I'm really starting to feel it. I hate when you turn, like. Because I always feel bad not wishing you a happy birthday, but I actually don't know when your birthday is. I know people will be like, oh, hold on, they said they're friends. But you don't like make a deal out of your birthday, so no, it's no. very hard to know when your birthday is. And I don't have Facebook or anything, so I can't like see on that or whatever. So, yeah, there you go. you'll never know. I don't. I'll tell you. I don't care. Do, do you know mine? Um, don't say it like out loud, but you think you know it. Uh, I thought I did. Yeah, no. I think you're. Are you older than me or a bit younger? I'm younger than you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do know, roughly. It, it's next month, right? Yeah, it's in April, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's as yeah. much like, as I know. Like, I know yours was in March, but I don't know when. Like, at all. So, like, if I... <laughs> I think next year I'm just going to text you every day in March. Until I get <laughs> I'll tell you. I don't care. Um, I'm not, not intentionally hiding it. Oh, no, I don't think you're intentionally hiding it. You know, <laughs> like a big secret, you know. But, uh, yeah, big secret. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm starting to feel old. It happens, man. It I, happens. I feel old, man. I found done, out the other day. I'm done with the Daily Mail sidebar of shame style <laughs> gossip. I, uh, I feel old because I was told the other day that Gen like Zers don't use the like cry and laughy emoji, and that's a millennial thing. Uh, I'm like, that's why. Like, I want to know why, but I don't want to ask anybody because I feel too old. You know? Yeah. Well, um, that's us now. Have you seen yeah. that the Gen Zs have started? They've turned on the millennials now as well. Like, what they the turned hell? On the millennials a long time ago, man. Yeah, well, what the hell? They we say got the that boomers are annoyed of us. The Gen Xers are annoyed, and the flipping Gen Z. What the flip have we done? Gen, Gen Z take the mic out of us, saying like we're all about skinny jeans. We do the hashtag adulting. We we always talk about coffee and pizza. We take our, our Harry Potter houses seriously. <laughs> um, As you know, don't. I don't think they know what Harry Potter really is. To be fair, you know, they grew up with Marvel. They're not growing up with Harry Potter. So, well, I just. I don't know. I quite like Gen Z. They I'm make me feel old, right? They the make me feel old, but I quite like right? them. They're a good bunch. So the other day, like I, like rocked up to work and I had like a, like some New Balance shoes on, like some like skinny jogger jeans. Like, no, no, no. Some like jogger like uh, cargo. Me and you aren't wearing skinny jeans anymore. No, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and a varsity jacket, right? And uh, I just stood like around these kids, and they're all like kind of like dressed fairly similar to me and i felt like that meme with um you know it says hello how do you do fellow kids like, that's <laughs> how i felt you know steve buscemi yeah i was just like am i supposed to be wearing this stuff and then like i see like other people like famous people our age wearing i'm like yeah like you know <laughs> it's uh this is normal i think you know, um, so I don't know, man. I uh, I am feeling old. I'm yeah. I'm 26. I'm still hanging on to that for a little while longer. But Keep it. you know, um, I am feeling it. You know, do I you think, think I look older than 26 as well. To be fair, do you, you think? Know? I don't know. Do you say I look older or younger? I say you look your age. I don't think you look older or younger. Oh, there you go. I think if you had a beard, you might look older than what you are. Yeah, yeah. can't grow one of them. So you say this, but like the last time I saw you on Facetime, like you were growing in like in like a decent way, you know. Yeah, I shaved it all off. Um, whereas me, I've got like a fairly large beard at the moment, and you're like one of the flipping hairy bikers, mate. Your beard. Yeah, but it's not that bad. <laughs> it's, it's it's and I've got like a like a sh really short hair with like a fade on it. It's, uh, so I don't know. I think all of that put together makes me look older, as well. I'm being chubby. <laughs> so, do you think you that's know. what people tune in for? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a, a different energy in the daytime, you know. <laughs> Great, Scott. Do you think Gen Zs will know? Uh, do you think they'll know Gen Z? Do you think they'll know what I mean when I say Great, Scott? No idea. Do you think, no idea. You think it's that's 
we'll be on that point with them. Came out before we were born. Yeah, but like Back to the Future was still a big deal when we were grown up. I think you know, even if it was being forced upon us by like adults, you know. Um, yeah, I'm glad they did. I love those movies. See, I'm I find them okay. I'm not in love with them, um, but I do understand obviously the mass amount of love those movies get, and I do probably consider them classics. What I don't um, understand is how a guy that looked old then is still alive. Not still alive, but still acting. Yeah. To the point where yeah. he can be in the Mando. Well, I saw him in a film a couple of years ago called Nobody. Um, it was one of the few films that came out during like the pandemic, and that was great. He was great in that. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing him in this. I don't know who, who he's playing at all. Um, they've called it like a guest appearance role so i think we'll see him once and that'll be it um i was making jokes that maybe he's like a failed snow clone because the praetorians are in this um and uh yeah but also like maybe he's fan rao but he's gonna be too old to be fan rao you know from like uh death watch and the mandalorians and stuff um from rebels so i don't know I don't know. That's finally finished filming, though, which is good. Like, uh, hopefully we get it in December or November. You know? Um, I remember. We should do. It should be. Like, if it, I know they went over filming. They were supposed to finish on the 4th of March, and um, they finished, I think, Tuesday this week. Um, So, I think we'll get it. I hope we get it. Um. And I think 2023 as well for Star Wars is going to be like ridiculously stacked because Ahsoka starts filming at the end of April, The Acolyte starts filming in May, Grammar Rodeo starts filming in June, second season of Andor starts filming in like October. So, you know, there's so much filming this year looking for a 2023 release date that they could probably force, um, you know, The Mandalorian out like this, like December. You know, uh, like, it's I'll, usually December, isn't it? Yeah, Mandalorian was October and November. It usually comes out eleven to thirteen months after they, they start filming, and they started filming right at the end of September last year. So let's just say you know October. Um, they're on track to what they usually would release, you know. And even if you look at Boba Fett, right, like that had problems and stuff, but they filmed that until June and got it out six months later. You know, like I'm pretty sure. They can do the same for the Mandalorian, um, but I don't know. And I think this Miss Marvel thing as well, like that crossing over with Obi Wan, shows that they probably won't mind, uh, like the Marvel and Star Wars stuff overlapping later in the year. Like if She Hulk comes out in October, and it runs into December, and they do a couple of episodes overlapping, I don't think they'll mind anymore. You know? Mm. No, I, we're getting to that point now, which is good. We're getting to that. And usually, as well, I don't know, I still don't know if this is the case, but um, Fallen Order, the sequel, those games usually come out in, like, November, and they usually come out, like, a month before a big Star Wars project comes out. So if you look at Battlefront, like, two of them, they both come out before a sequel trilogy film, like, in the November, and the film's come out in December. Uh, same thing with Squadrons, like, a couple of years ago. That came out in October. Mandalorian started in November. You know, it, it, they kind of released the game a month before and just to capitalize on like the Star Wars hype. Yeah. At the time. 
Um, so, you know, if Fallen Order comes out in November, I think that's because, you know, Mandalorian's coming out in December. Do you know what's called? No. I I asked no, like, no oh. little no little birdies. Nope. Dead quiet. Up I'm I'm hoping I know as we get closer to May. Um you know, because you should be displayed at some I know yeah, aren't at E three, are they? But some sort of Yeah, well they're a celebration, you know. Um Yeah, celebration, I like, That's what I put out in in January was that you're gonna see Fallen Order's sequel at uh, at Star Wars Celebration this year. Um, and people were crediting me at the time back in January, but like lately, somebody else has said it, and now they're crediting the wrong people. You know, they're crediting the people who said it recently. I'm like, come on, dudes, just do a bit of research, you know? Um, <laughs> but because, like, somebody asked me the other day, because in my articles uh, recently, like, I'll mention like previous things. Um, if it's relating to wherever we're talking about so if it's like about mandalorian finishing i'll say like i previously like exclusively reported ahsoka films from april to november you know like and it starts so that's starting next month um and people are like why are you putting this in there? i'm like because people forget you know because they credit the wrong people they'll credit a random twitter user if i don't remind them um <laughs> you know and I, I, it just annoys me you know like <laughs> I, it, it could be petty. You could be looked at as petty, but um, you know, it's like Donald Glover said, he is a petty human being, and as am I. You know, um, so yeah. There we go. But I'm, Fallen I'm... Order sequel, though, like the trailer should come out in, in May. But also, uh, the composer was working on music in London, like earlier this week, last week. Yeah. You don't make the music now for a game that comes out in a year's time. No. You know? Like, this has to be a 2022 title. If you're doing that now, like, maybe he's just doing a tra trailer music, right? But, I don't know. That seems You've like... long said that it's coming out this year, haven't you? Hmm? What did you say? You've long suspected it was coming out this year, right? Yeah, yeah. So when I was first told about it, at, um, I was told about it in I think January 2020, um, I said that I was told it's coming out in, in the fall of 2022. That that's what the internal aim was, um, you know. And then when I asked about it in January this year, um, I was getting told, "Yep, yeah, it's looking as at like autumn 2022." Um, like, but that could change because obviously games have suffered far more delays during like you know covid times and everything um so yeah it's, it's supposed to be end of the year but i won't be surprised if it slips but hopefully not like ea play like you mentioned earlier like that's not a doesn't happen in this year um so i do wonder where they're going to show off gameplay like if they will send that to like a gamescom or uh or summer games fest sort of thing because at least what they've been doing with squadrons and fallen order beforehand they were showing all the gameplay for that for those games off at uh at ea plays you know mm -hmm. but i don't know I, I i think it's gotta be this year if they're working on music now um but 
I wouldn't say I'm not that bothered because I'm there's gonna be so many big games coming out this year regardless like as a gamer or as a Star Wars fan like there's gonna be enough to occupy me regardless yeah um, you know and 2023 it doesn't bother me but I know a lot of like a lot of people um they don't play other games you know they're just Star Wars fans they they have consoles purely for um Star Wars titles like Nick like he's only playing squadrons and battlefront on his playstation you know he doesn't play anything else so hard to believe those people exist isn't it <laughs> not really i don't know but i i couldn't just keep to one game you know i would i got the urge to buy every single game that i see come out so and i fight those urges um sorry not man but you you're gonna attempt to play the sequel or you yeah i'm trying to play through the first one again yeah um which now i'm more aware of the souls thing yeah um you find it easier yeah i mean elden ring will make any game feel a lot easier to be fair um, i haven't really touched that game in in a while i don't know about you like i've, I've, I've did two main bosses and i haven't really done anything with it since you know i haven't got the urge to just aimlessly run around and like kill things uh you know? yeah i'm finding the lack of direction this was what i said on our first initial thing um the lack of direction is i guess some people love that it's i need a little bit more than it gives me to be honest honestly the only thing i'm playing and it's the thing people moan at me about is fortnite it's like why is anyone I, moaning at you? Why should anyone moan at you for what games you play? I don't know. People are weird about that game. So that's the only thing I've been playing, um, like in in my free time, just to go on there because it's like I don't got build anymore, which makes things even better. Um, you know, so like I have the urge to play that a lot more than I do Elden Ring. That will change next week when Lego Star Wars comes out. You know, I'll buy that. Um, because that's that's gonna be a little fun time. So yeah. Well, uh, you buy Lego Star Wars at some point. Yeah. Um, Donald Glover finally, sort of, confirmed the Lando series that he's in it. You know. Uh. Thoughts. Uh, surprise. This is it actually a surprise? <laughs> I mean, I thought when they announced the series and he wasn't. Mentioned. They didn't say his name, yeah. Oh, so. Yeah, it's weird because he seems to have gone really quiet recently, but I don't know if that's just because he's been doing Atlanta. Yeah, he like in the interview he did the interview with Jimmy Kimmel, and uh, so Jimmy Kimmel said just randomly blurted out whilst he's showing off an Atlanta poster, like, "Oh, you're in the Orlando Disney Plus series," and he Donald laughs and goes, "Am I? You're just telling all my business," and then. He goes and says something like I'm paraphrasing, but he goes and says then, um, you know, I like to go away and then come back and blossom with like a lot of things. So I think that's what's been going on with Donald. Like he's been quiet for a couple of years now, and now he's coming back. He's come back with Atlanta, which has two seasons like this year. Um, he's currently directing another show like at the moment. 
uh, a star in like Chloe Bailey, um, Dominique Fishback, and like some other people. He's working on a TV show called Hive, um, which is about a Beyonce-like figure, which he's writing with Malia Obama, of all people. Um, and he's writing a Mr. and Mrs. Smith TV show as well. So, yeah, I think he generally does disappear for a couple of years, you know, and comes yeah. back like, really strong. Because he's also working on new music as well. So, you know, I think that's where he's at. But all those projects that he's doing, like, I can't see the show being out until like 2025, you know, like, he's got another season of Atlanta, three other TV shows that he's working on for Amazon. Surely, like, he can't film that show until like 2024, you know? It wouldn't shock me if that show doesn't have, even have any idea what it is yet. Yeah, because the the writer of the show is all Justin Simeon. Um, he's best known for writing Dear White People. Uh, he, like, at the end of last year, signed a deal with Paramount, a three-year deal with Paramount to uh, write TV shows for them. Um, So, that means he's not free until 2024 himself, you know? Um, So he might have to fulfill those commitments anyway before, you know, delving into the... Uh, the Lando stuff. And that could work with Donald, considering he's doing three TV shows for Amazon. You know, kind of lines up. But, I don't know. Do you think we'll, yeah. we'll hear much about this at, like, Celebration? Do you think, like... What, Lando? Yeah, like, do you think they'll, I don't know, have a panel? I think they'll, I think they'll announce another bunch of shows. Oh, oh yeah, I'm expecting. Like, this is where I think grammar roll. That I think will, that I think will come real. out before the ones that they announced that investors. <laughs> yeah, but all the stuff they announced at the investors day. This, it, what, what haven't we had? Rangers got cancelled. Um, the acolyte's supposed to film in two months apparently, and Lando is probably quite far away. Um, I don't know. Like this, is that all they've announced? I've probably, I've probably made it into a bigger thing than it is in my head. They've announced, like obviously they announced the third season of Mando. They announced Boba Fett, Ahsoka, um, Rangers of the New Republic, The Acolyte, Lando, and the droid story thing, which is like a one-off thing. That's all they've announced. Um. So. Yeah, the Grammar Rodeo is in pre-production, so that'll, I, I assume that's going to get announced either at Celebration or on, or on May the 4th, because they don't want to be a month away from that show filming, so they can't get away with not announcing it, you know? Like, I have people that go to the train yard for me in El Segundo and take pictures. Like, I could get pictures of the cast. Like, that's not how you want that to, like, get out, right? Like, from me posting pictures on a website you know they you probably want to make a formal announcement um, yeah or I, me being told by like sources that like you know where they film these things um you know that you don't want it to get out that way and uh i like even me like you know it'll be big for me if i did it but i don't even want it to go that way i'd rather them you know announce the cast um so mm. i don't know but like lando like i think they could like at celebration 
give it a little update and be like, hey, yeah, Donald Glover is officially returning as Lando. And, you know, maybe be like, Alden Ehrenreich is also returning as Han Solo. You know? Like, that yeah. would be pretty big. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Do you think Alden would be in the show? Like, do you think that has to happen? Or no? Um, I don't think it has to happen, so... Do you know we got a good chance of getting Ochi in this show, though? Kind of. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> because we know Ochi frequents the bars, right? Like Lando does, right? Um, it's how Lando found out about Ochi, right? Because he was at a bar. Lando got the connection to Kira. In the comics, he works with Kira. Um, there's a chance, admittedly a very small chance... Well, that we get Ochi. That we get Ochi? Ah, no way. You know, but... Not happening. We could get Ochi in Lando, or we could get Ochi in the Mandal... Like, the Mandalorian makes make way more sense. Um, or even Ahsoka. But, uh... I don't know, I'm, I'm hoping. You know, I gotta hope and pray every day, Pevy, that we get that boy in live action again. You know? Because they... <laughs> They they have not put him in Lego Star Wars, and I'm. He's not in Lego Star Wars. Nope, he's not in uh, it. Oh, that's not cool. That's not cool. They put Constable Zuvio in it. He doesn't even appear on screen. You know, like <laughs> there's no Ochi. I was like so looking forward to seeing. I Ochi can't believe that. Actually, I'm a bit shocked at that. I I sat there the other day and went through all the list of names. It's like 300 characters or something, and there was no Ochi. I was so heartbroken, man. You know. I can't I, believe that. No, I can't. And it's like Ochi as well. Like I know he's He's quite important mean, to the way I'll yeah. He's mean to us and like obviously he has a big moment in in Tross. But he's becoming so much more prominent in canon now. Like in the Vader comics, in the Crimson Rain comics, all that stuff. Like he is a fully fledged character now and you know people more and more people are enjoying him as a character it, it would have been a no-brainer to put him in um you would think that wouldn't you you would think that so it's very disappointing Pav, that they've just ignored our like our boy you know maybe they yeah. need rights from us you know maybe they need our permission and we've ignored an email somewhere you know because <laughs> you know I, I don't think they'd be asking us permission after all I'm, Pav, you know, <laughs> we defined that character you know we did and they just they've never that's, it's the best case scenario for us wasn't it really that's that's still a plan i still want to interview one of the comic book writers when we hit like episode 100 or something i'd be like did you listen to us <laughs> you know like how did you make him exactly what we said he was um yeah because it is too strange it is way too strange yes um but yeah like what is that your dream announcement as well for a Star Wars project? Is it just, well, an, OG, okay. just yeah, an OG course. thing? Yeah. Of course, but I worry it'll have a bit of the Boba Fett Boba Fett effect, you know, where we're like <laughs> <laughs> where we're like so disappointed that they haven't uh that they haven't like um given us everything that we expect. Yeah. But I'm like, oh I just I just want it, you know. Like I, like I want it so madly. Um, 
we, me and you have joked recently about like if it is a celebration at um in London after this one. Um, you know, we've joked about going and everything and trying to get press passes, which is like it seems silly, but kind of realistic that we could get that. Um Yeah. But we need to go there and do some Ochi stuff. You know, like we need to like print t shirts with Ochi's face on it, you know? We need to really let ham up, ham up for the Ochi, yeah. Yeah, we need to let him know that like this guy exists and he's fantastic and there's a, a fan base for him. Just us two people in the crowd, like we are the fan base. Um to put him into the Mandalorian, you know. We can jump Dave Filoni later on and be like, listen, we're gonna steal your cowboy hat and not give it back unless you put Ochi in the show, you know? Um I don't think he'll appreciate it. He could probably no, afford a new cowboy hat. But he knows <laughs> but he knows the threat is real, you know? So Yeah. Um, he knows. He knows. He'll think twice, you know. I'll tell him, I'll tell him, Dave, listen, mate. I've got eyes everywhere. You think you're safe for that train yard? You're not safe for that train yard. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you think you're yeah. safe at the studio down Long Beach? You ain't safe at the studio down Long Beach. You know? <laughs> You think you're saving Manhattan Beach? To Dave, you're definitely not saving Manhattan Beach. <laughs> you're giving away and, all the secrets. And if you come, if you come to London, you you definitely ain't safe at Pinewood. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. Keep my boy's name out your mouth. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, just so if you're listening to this, Dave, you know, just know the threat is real. You know. And I just want to say that this is very much a joke. There's no threat being made to Dave Filoni. It's all just part of a bit. Don't come after yeah. us. <laughs> if you want to come after us, Dave, we'll see you at celebration. You know, come come to London, and we can have it out like 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 men. You know, I won't slap you. I won't slap you, Dave. I'll just nick your hat. So. <laughs> Don't nick that guy's hat. I just want to know what's underneath the hat. I just picture like a Family Guy situation. Where uh, you know where they steal Meg's hat, and like a little hand comes up from the hair, and like pulls another <laughs> hat down, <laughs> like you know. <sighs> Fair or I expect like a baby fox in there, you know, not a fox, a wolf, because he loves wolves. He does. So, just a little one nesting on his head, because that guy's got a lot of hair now, hasn't he? Like he's really grown his hair out. He could like make it nice and toasty in the hat for the baby wolf. Are they called puppies? What are they called, baby wolves? Cubs. Cubs. That makes a lot more sense. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Puppies. <laughs> puppies. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just got the puppies. I think, I think Dave has just realized, yeah, he might be threatening me, but I can definitely outsmart this man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. Um, what else are we talking about? Oh, I think I we did all of. Star Wars, probably. I think we're done with Star Wars. Thanks yeah. to your... Oh. Yeah, PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, uh. This is a Game Pass competitor. In yeah. many ways, it feels like felt like the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, it is. It's just PlayStation now being shoved into PlayStation Plus. A few more games being added. And it being quite expensive. For what it is. I think it's overpriced. You know, I know people said it's competitive with Game Pass, but it shouldn't be competitive with Game Pass. 
No, the value um, proposition, you'll get enough game passes. Yeah, like Game Pass, obviously all the stuff you get there, and obviously you get EA Play with it as well if you pay for the Ultimate and, um, and everything. But with this, you know, they've announced like some big name titles going. Like Miles Morales is going to be on there, and Returnal, and Mortal Kombat 11, Death Stranding, all that stuff. Um, but I don't like so tier wise. Um, I don't know if you can. Can you get the prices up for this? Yes. Um, because the basic tier is what PlayStation Plus is now. So you you're familiar with that. You used to have PlayStation Plus. It is all the online stuff that you currently get and the the free games you get like once a month. That's staying the same. That's the same price. Nothing changes for the first tier. The second tier is called PlayStation Plus Extra, I believe. All the tier one stuff, plus access to 400 PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games. Um, um, What's the price of that one, do you know? Of extra? Of extra, yeah, the second tier. 10 99 a month. That's in pounds, yeah? In pounds, yeah. Right. Um... Which I don't think is bad, you know. Like I think Game Pass is ten pounds, like for normal Game Pass, not Ultimate. Um, which is fine, and that's probably the one most people will go for, because most people just want to play the new games, right? They just want to play PS4 and PS5 games. Um, and then you go to PlayStation Plus Premium, which is all the stuff we mentioned before, plus three hundred and forty classic games. So PS1, PS2, PSP. Are all downloadable but then playstation 3 games you have to stream through the cloud which is what they did on playstation now as well um and then you also get access to game trials so new, new games is coming out you get access to a, a trial of it like limited uh access obviously um probably like what fifa does you know like ea does with their titles you get to play like x amount of hours Mm-hmm. You know, through their so that through their service, um, but the price on that. Look at the monthly price on on that one. Thirteen pounds forty nine. Right, and look at the annual price on it. Hundred quid. Hundred. Like by the time that's all said and done, you're almost paying double if you pay monthly for that thing, which is far worse than the other tiers. Like they are really forcing you to like shell out. So if I was going to do that one, I would just pay the hundred pounds. You know that'll cover me for the year um so i don't know i don't know if that's worth it yeah i think it's overpriced massively um like i said the, the the one i'd be interested in would be the highest tier because of the playstation 2 playstation 1 psp games all of that in there but for the price of it i don't know if it's worth it and the game trials like at the moment they do exist in the uk but the second you press download like they're a six hour trial but the second you press download, that trial starts. So if your internet connection is a bit dodgy, not very strong, and it takes two hours to download the game, you've got four hours to play that game. Um, you can't pause it and walk away from it. You've got to like sit there and do a four-hour session. It's really a really bad way to do this. But uh, yeah, so I think for the game trials, they, they must have sorted that, right? For... Well, the game trials on Xbox, they only happen while the game's on. Yeah. Yeah, no, this this happens for the second you download it until you you uh, you run out of that time. 
So if I downloaded it at two o'clock, I need to beat that game by eight o'clock. Oh, I need to like sit there until eight o'clock, I should say. So I think it's it's really <laughs> I don't know. I just I just I just think it's personally overpriced. I'm assuming you do as well. I think you don't agree with the pricing structure of the new PS Plus. I don't think they should be stinging people that can't afford the whole lot in one go like that. But, you know. It's always the same. Everything's always cheaper if you do it in one go, like car insurance. Yeah, you expect it to be cheaper, but I don't I don't expect it to be, like, almost half the price. Pounds, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get it. Um, I'm surprised they're not more aggressive. This just screams to me of, oh, we need something that looks and sounds like Game Pass. To yeah, it'll, it'll just appease people. But I think, I think most people will go for that second tier. You know, the four hundred PlayStation four and five games. I think that's what most people will go. Um, and I think Jim Ryan said that the demand from what he has saw on their like internal testing or whatever um, for classic games for PS one, PS two, and PSP and everything um, is far lower than interest to play PS four and PS five games. So I think that's how they're trying to justify uh, charging you more. It's because it's more of a niche group mm. um, and everything. But he, he has also said that this day one thing, like getting games on the day one, not happening because uh, if that was the case, they'd have to significantly drop the quality of those games. Like, so basically, if God of War costs 300 million to make, they would be putting like half of that in in there right um mm. because they're losing so much money because they obviously they charge 70 pounds but um yeah they yeah i understand the logic microsoft is a you know a, a higher valued company they have more money than than sony and yeah they've got more money to put on the table and bet yeah they? so yeah so i understand sony's logic and you know like it depends, you know, if you find something is worth that money to you, you know, um, do I think £70 to play The Last of Us is reasonable? Yeah, I do, because I think that's, like, that's something I won't forget. Like, The Last of Us is my favourite video game franchise. You know, £70 for that is, is worth it to me. Um, you know, like, you collect vinyls, don't you, Pevy? Yeah. Uh, you know, if you want to spend thirty pounds on a on a vinyl, is that worth it to you, or you can just go and listen to it on Spotify, you know, or Apple Music? Uh, like that has value to you. You spending extra money is the value for you. Um, so, yeah, I haven't got a problem with it. I think a lot of people who are complaining about the day one thing, they just kind of want to cheap out, you know. Um. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, you know. I don't, know wanna, I don't know if they want to cheap out. I think they, you know, it's what Xbox are doing. Yeah, it's what Xbox are doing, but also, like, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. It's like, have you heard this? I'm asking the wrong person if they've heard this rumor. Apple is supposedly doing the subscription service thing, uh, where you have your iPhone as a subscription, right? I have not seen this. I've not been plugged in. Right. So basically, Apple uh, apparently going to look. Why not? Great program. Was it? 
Is that not just the iPhone upgrade program? No, no, no. So you're going to be paying for your phone monthly along with all of the um, the Apple One stuff mm. and everything. You're going to be paying for that. Like, So you just go to the store. You will you don't pay like a, a fee. You don't pay like a down payment or anything. You'll have the phone. You'll pay like, say, £40, £50 a month, wherever it is they're going to charge. Probably more than that. Um, and yeah, that's their new way of doing it. So it's not like yeah, having a phone on contract. It's a subscription service. Well, look, that'll of. be an addition to, won't it? The normal phone contracts. I don't they know. Won't, they won't be replacing how people get their phones. It'll, I, be, I, an, it'll be another option. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be there. You can also get it on contract, but this will be an alternative. Um, and apparently they're going to do it at the end of this year with the new iPhone. And then look to do it with like iPads and Apple Watches and stuff. Um, it's lease, isn't it? Basically, basically leasing it. Yeah, because I think you do have to give the phone back. Um, if yeah. you just... I mean, it's just a different version of what I'm pretty sure. Like a bunch of places already do that. You can lease the phone from O2 if you want. Yeah, but it's, this subscription. Like we're living in a world now where everything has become a subscription. Like they're trying to make everything that. Um, you know, do you remember like back in the day you would just buy like. Uh, like an antivirus, like sort of thing. Never, then, use, never use an antivirus. Got a Mac, mate. All right, Mister Moneybags. All right, so you you pay for it once. You buy the 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 disc and whatever happened, right? And then you sort it. But now it's like you got to pay like a, a subscription fee for that sort of stuff. Yeah, but you'll buy the disc, and then in a year it'll be out of date. Yeah, it. it's just different. Yeah. Everyone's but, going but crazy just... that it's just this this new subscription thing whereas it's always kind of been like that have you seen the you just used to pay for a whole year have you seen the gta thing no oh yeah i have seen that yeah it's well you pay like so much to grand theft auto a month and they give you like so much like shark card money and a car and like a house Isn't, isn't that just like world of warcraft I don't know, man. Like, it's just What's all the difference? weird. No, I'm just like, I don't see the difference. Yeah, like, you used a... to have to buy the game World of Warcraft, and then you'd have to pay a subscription fee. Yeah, but I just don't, like, like the, they are forcing this now into, like, console games. You know? Like, especially game already riddled with microtransactions. You know? Yeah, but that's what like, it is now. It's an MMO, basically. I don't know, man. I just hope it's not like the future, you know, of like all well, games. Not the future, because it's also the past. No, I don't know, man. I'm not too pleased. But always these... have a monthly thing. Yeah. Club Penguin had a flipping monthly thing. Yeah. So yeah. Are you are you fine with all of this? Like, we don't don't have to buy it, do you? No, no, no. But like, it's just uh, a lot, isn't it? You know. Yeah, I just don't care that much like it doesn't bother me fair enough. like the developers gotta get if it means that people are getting paid better then cool like i haven't got a problem subscribing to an app on my phone because it's like well the developers getting paid yeah but so. fair enough but it's a subscription fee for uh the playstation plus stuff it will i think it'll depend on the library and depend on how that service grows um I think they said they're not doing the day one thing, but I think they should try and get third party day ones, like what Xbox does with um you know, what 
they got MLB going on their day one, like next month. They've what was that game last year? What was it called Outriders or something? What was it called? Outriders, yeah. yeah. Be mental um, if you can get flipping uh, MLB day one on Game Pass, but not on this. <laughs> yeah, this comes out in June, so we're definitely not getting it in on a uh, day one like you no, guys. It should launch of it, shouldn't it? It should have launched with it, yeah. I just don't have faith in it. Because they said they're not putting their, their first party games on there. Day oh, one. Just, they're not they're not invested, are they? But we'll see. It's not come out. We'll see how it goes. I generally think they've just done something. I hope it I hope it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Um wait and see, I suppose. Um what's next? Is it Moon Knight? Uh, it's Morbius then Moon Knight. We'll go through Morbius quick, because I haven't got loads of time left. Yeah. Morbius is apparently awful. All the reactions have been terrible. It had 15% on Rotten Tomatoes the last time I saw it. Um, with an average of 4 out of 10. Um, and yeah, we've seen the post-credit scenes for it. Um, doesn't make any sense, does it? Like either nope. of them. Um, basically, gonna just kind of spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil the film, but kind of spoil the post credits. But uh, you know, all the Michael Keaton stuff you've seen from the trailers and stuff, like that's not in the actual movie. It's just post credit stuff. Some of that has even been diced up and changed. Apparently, in the movie, all the references to Spider Man is gone. So, like Oscorp, the Daily Bugle the the mural that Jared Leto walks past all that stuff is apparently gone in the movie um and Keaton is there just because he gets brought in via a spell the spell from No Way Home and then he teams up with Morbius for no reason because Morbius isn't a bad guy in this film um you had the theory that um the reason the spell has so many holes in it and the logic of it doesn't make sense because Doctor no. Strange's not actually that good at doing magic because <laughs> he's quite new to it still. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is what they could use if they wanted. You know? None of it makes sense, mate. Why did Venom go? <laughs> we Yeah, we... Because we, I remember when we, when we pointed this out back in December, you know, it was... Uh, it it was actively annoying because it's like Electro shouldn't be there because he doesn't know who Peter Parker is. He doesn't know until Andrew takes off the mask. Like he doesn't know at all. Um, you know, Venom. They even acknowledge it in the film that he doesn't know who he is. Yeah. yeah, Venom. Like Ed. Like in the first Venom film, Eddie Brock says he was run out of New York, like for his like news reporting and stuff. So he's lived in New York. He doesn't know who Peter is. Mate, like in general, mate. I'd wager. We live over here. If there was someone swinging around, crawling up and down walls, we'd know about them. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, if somebody... but apparently, there is Morbius is in the Venom universe, and there is a Spider-Man in that universe. Yeah, and Eddie doesn't know about it, even though he lived in New York, um, and was a reporter, so he'd know probably more than most people, right? Like, the, the outlet he was writing for would probably notified of a dude climbing walls in a lycra outfit and like swinging across buildings fighting like crime um really weird i the, the spell has holes in it and we forgave it didn't we we forgave the spell because we were like it's the only way to make this happen um and i still haven't got a problem with the spell now but like the way they are just 
like Sony specifically are just doing whatever they want because of this spell, you know? Uh it's really weird. Um I don't know, man. I I'm excited to see the film because I know it's bad. Like I'm looking forward to it because it's bad. I've but heard it's like not even fun bad. It's boring bad? Yeah. That's the worst though. You know? Yeah. When it's just bland and boring. Um That's what I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I uh I'm assuming you're not planning to see this at all. No, never. I will never <laughs> see this film. Yeah, I'll tell you about it when I see it. Yeah, um, I've, I've never seen. I've not seen other Venom movies. I've not seen this one, and there has been nothing to suggest I I should. You gonna watch Madam Web? Probably not. So I got no faith in Sony making movies ever again. Sony does it right sometimes. You know, Ghostbusters was decent. Was it? Not seen. Yeah, it. the newest one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't mind that this Sony thing exists. Because it's so weird, you know? And, like, they are making films that feel like they're from, like, early 2000s. Um, but, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's weird. But, yeah, uh, Morbius apparently isn't good. It's out today in the UK, out tomorrow in the US. So, if you're going to see it, go in with really low expectations. Um, and you'll be fine. Um, Moon Knight, something that is actually good. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, uh, accent it, did not bother me like it did in the initial trailer. Yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't perfect. You were, you texted me and were like, "He nailed it," and uh... no, 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 no. I said he nailed like, uh, like some manner, like, no, manner like when he gets caught out. Uh, at the um, at the cult thing, he goes, "Oh bollocks!" Like, like qu- quietly to himself, you know. He gets like he, he does some really good like Britishisms, Englishisms, yeah. whatever you want to say. Yeah, but he's the like as a whole is a little yeah. bit ropey in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm not slagging off the marketing company." Like, you know, he looks in the mirror and says, "I look like a knob," you know. He he does feel like. British in those senses, you know, like his accent is like, I think his accent is better than when we first heard it, you know, but it's probably because we, we are hearing it over like a, you know, a prolonged time period rather than just like isolated in a trailer really quickly. Yeah. Um, but I do, I, I, I like the humor in this show, like all those little things I just mentioned then, like they aren't like just typical Marvel humor, MCU humor. Um, they do feel a bit more unique to this. Like, they're not beating you over the head with, like, funny one-liners and, like, jokes, you know? Like, you know, Ethan Hawke is talking about, like, um, being an avatar for, like, a god. And then, uh, you know, Stevie just goes, like, oh, avatar, blue people, yeah. And he's like, he's like, what? He's like, oh, the anime, the anime. Like, you yeah, know, like, I did. I found that funny. I thought that was good. Yeah, like that stuff, and you know, like when he goes to like the the pet shop, and uh, he's on about like the fish, he's like he grew it back, you know, and uh, she, he's like, is that the time? And it's like five p.m. and she is like, she's like, you're not right, mate, you, you know, you coming yesterday in the fish. It's very British. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Like in that. Well, other than him, everyone else, you can tell they are definitely English. Yeah, and I think he is trying. Like I said, like oh, he's tr- look. 
he's it's not Dick Van Dyke. No. Um just you can hear in some places where and it just they do this annoying thing. Um they're like he's like, Oh, you selling you selling uh The brooms outside my house. <laughs> no, he doesn't say it out my outside my house, so he goes, Oh, you selling entrance. brooms outside my entrance and it's like Yeah. Ah, I just we wouldn't get say a British entrance. person to look over yeah. Look over the script because it just it's like it's very Tad Lasso. Yeah. You know, like yeah. what you're doing in the locker room. And we don't say locker room, we say dressing room. Yeah. If he'd said what you're doing, so you're selling uh, what I would have written there is I'll oh, still selling brooms outside my front door, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or my gaff. Or my gaff. That would be looking too far into it. But no, you're still selling brooms outside my front door and it's like you telling me yeah. a, I'm thinking American audience could grasp that, but no, I like it. I like the different setting. It does doesn't really feel like a Marvel show at the moment, so that's good. I tell you, the line that got me because it was unexpected is uh, when he's with his boss and he's trying to explain to her that they've got um, like the posters outside wrong. Yeah. Um, and she's like, Stevie, like you know, it's just a weird attempt at you trying to get a, a tall guy job because I'm oh, not yeah. giving you one. He goes uh, like, crap. no, 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 I'm not doing that. But that's actually crushing to hear. Like I was like, oh, like that got me, because yeah. I think that's the first funny thing they had done at that point. Um, but I think that like that's I mean, the humor throughout it was really good. I think um, there's some dodgy CGI in this show, really dodgy CGI. Oh um, yeah, with the cars and the logs. Um, but this this is a testament to Oscar Isaac, right? I think we've said before, Oscar Isaac, extremely good-looking man, right? Very good fella. But he is unattractive in this show as Stevie. I hadn't thought about it, but yeah, I think I guess you're right. Like, not because of the way he looks, but his persona, right? Like, like that girl he's going on a date with, right? Uh, I'm like, she wouldn't go for him, you know, like when it's happening. And then... Again, Oscar Isaac, good-looking man, but it's the way Stevie carries himself and everything, right? Um, I think he's really endearing. I like him. I really like him. Yeah, I really like him. Like he's he's sweet and he's, you know, he wakes up in that field and he looks up and sees a guy looking out of a tower. He just waves at him, you know. Um, I don't really know anything about the Moon Knight. Uh, anything actually? Don't know a thing about it. Yeah, but it looks to me we've got almost like a. Um... He has DID. Yeah, yeah, like a split thing going on. Yeah, he has DID. Um, usually Mark Spector, the, you know, the one he is talking to in the mirror and stuff in this one, he's usually the more prominent personality. And in the comics, uh, you know, like the God thing? What's the name of it? Is it Conchu, is it, or something? Something like that. Yeah, Conchu. Um, you know, the thing that chases him into, like, the lift. And oh, stuff, yeah. Right? Um, that's where he gets his powers from and everything. But um, in the comics, originally, he had DID anyway, like Mark Spector, Moon Knight. And then later on, they changed it to, like, a different comic run, where, like, once that guy, once that, like, god thing took over him, Konshu took over, that then gave him DID, you know? So it'll be interesting if they play with that and deal with it in this show you know um but also they've 
uh, Oscar Isaac and the creators of the show have said that it's inspired by Fight Club. Mm. Um, I'm assuming you've seen Fight Club? No. No? Well, I've basically been spoiled from it at this point. Yeah, so unreliable narrator, basically. Um, Mr. So Robot. We yeah, we can't really trust everything we're seeing from Stevie's lens. Um, so we just got to take that with us, I think, as we go through. Um, but I think Oscar Isaac is great in this. Ethan Hawke, I think he's probably going to be a good villain. <clears throat> you know, I, I didn't expect him to open the show with him putting glass in his shoes and walking on it. Um, and that just being a thing, you know? Uh, he's just the most... He's the most generic American guy you've ever seen, isn't he, Ethan Hawke? Yeah. Yeah. I know when he, they're at this village or whatever, like, and Oscar Isaac, like, kills those people and he first meets Ethan Hawke? Yeah. Is that still supposed to be Britain? Um... Because I it obviously doesn't look like, like it, but... I feel like he said, why am I in France or something? Oh, did he? I don't know. He might. I might have made that up. Yeah, because like when... Is, though. He's somewhere Yeah, because yeah, when Ethan Hawke talks to that like, old lady, which he just sucks the life out of, um, she sounds British, from what I remember. Yeah, so I, I was wondering, are they trying to play this off as like some part in Britain? Because it looks nothing like a place in Britain. Closest thing would be a seaside town. Even that's a stretch, you know? Um, it looked quite alpine. Yeah, that was my thinking. But really like Stevie as a character. I think the ending was pretty good. Like, ending it with us finally getting our look at Moon Knight. I thought, like, do you know what? When the episode started, I was like, that shot from the trailer, that's the end of this episode. Yeah. yeah. And then it happened, I was like, oh, okay. Which is good, though, because most of the stuff we saw in the trailer is in this episode, I think. Most They're of the shots, that, aren't they? Yeah. So, you know, most of the series for us now is unknown. And people like Marvel have shown four episodes of this to like reviewers and stuff, and nobody's nobody spoiled it, you know. Um, but everybody says like it really like kicks off like after three, like during three and four, like that's when it gets really good. Um, which you know, because they did some of these reviewers didn't enjoy the first episode. I did and you did so that only means things are going to get better for you and I you know um, and I'm very excited about it it might be really premature to say this but uh, this could be the best show since it's, way too it's way too premature to say that yeah Don't get carried away. yeah but you know like Loki is <laughs> without question the best one in our eyes right the yeah. best but like this is off to such a strong start and if it only builds and builds upon this and gets better week to week I can see it like easily like you know Trump in uh, WandaVision Falcon Winter Soldier and Hawkeye oh Not that yeah. Hawkeye's hard hurdle to jump but um, you know I'm I'm really excited and event see the, the start say in Marvel Studios you probably wouldn't have really clicked that this was a, a Marvel thing because it doesn't feel like one like completely you know like it does feel like it has its own identity which is ironic considering but you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah 8 out of 10 enjoyed it 
yeah, that's exactly where I was going as well. Eight out of ten. Um, really looking forward to seeing how this all goes. And this was the I don't know about you, but this was the Marvel show I was most looking forward to this year. So it's off to a good start. A promising start. A promising start. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else to say? Because I've got to get going. Really. Yeah. A quick update on the Bob Fantasy League, which we started a few weeks ago. Um. Heavy is in the lead. Um, he is. We'll just give you the. At the moment, he'd be on 170 points because he said turning red would be 83%. It's got 95. So he's got the 83 points. Everything, everywhere, all at once is. He predicted 87. Uh, it's currently at 97. So Heavy would get 170 points as of now. I still. I really think that was a gamble and I think it's paid off. Yeah. It has definitely paid off, which means Pebby has beat his entire score from last year, <laughs> uh, which I think uh, Nick, uh, he's the only other one out of us that's had a movie release. His was the Batman. Nick predi- predicted 90%. It had 87. Uh, so he's minus three points. His next one is Sonic the Hedgehog, which is he's predicted is 71%. Uh, it goes into wide release this Friday. I know it doesn't in America, but we're counting it from when it first goes for wide release anyway. Um, he's predicted 71. What is it currently, Pev? Because the last time I saw it, it was 63. Sonic Hedgehog, one moment. Sonic Hedgehog 2. Very slow, come on. I'm assuming it's is quite close. Oh, not IMDb. Gonna sake. Sorry, one minute. Uh, but uh, yeah. Wow, it's at fifty-six percent now. The second one. Um, hold on. The Hedgehog Two is at fifty-six percent. Yeah. Fifty-six percent. How many reviews has it got? Twenty-five. It's got a lot of reviews to go, but. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if Nick gets it. 71% I didn't think was a bad guess. I think most people said this is better than the first one, so you know, we'll find out for that next week, but yeah, Pevy, you're off to a really, really good start this year. Um, Thank goodness for minions. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then you've got Doctor Strange in May, which you've said is 82%. I think you'll get that's your double pointer as well, isn't it? Um, so, you know, wow, yeah, you're off to a great start, man. So, uh, yeah, could be over before it's begun, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at my list and I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna catch if you get everything right. Like, there's no way I catch you because yeah, it doesn't work like that, does it? Yeah, um, so yeah, man, you redeem, you're redeeming yourself from the last year, yeah. Well, there we go. Alright then, peace out dudes. Pevy won't be here next week. Oh, will not. <laughs> peace out. Grip your enthusiasm. Like this? Yeah. Grip your enthusiasm.